Welcome to The Backbone, but first, a word from our sponsor, Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors too, so you can get paid for your podcast. Anchor is what I use to bring you The Backbone, a journey inside finance at a startup. It connects your podcast seamlessly to iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more, making your podcast available wherever your audience chooses to listen. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Welcome to The Backbone, a journey inside finance at a startup. I'm your host, Shabam Data at Shabam on Twitter. On The Backbone, we're obsessed with finance and operations at startups. We take a close look at finance functions within various startup companies by talking to finance leaders that are in there day in and day out. We chat startup finance, metrics, operations, and everything in between. On this episode, I chat with Lean Lee, head of finance at Wealthsimple. Wealthsimple is investing on autopilot. Their platform builds a personal low-cost portfolio that allows individuals to put their money to work like the world's smartest investors. As the head of finance at Wealthsimple, Lean's mission is to help build a scalable and profitable business through strong financial management. Prior to Wealthsimple, Lean led finance and operations at Influitive for five years. Before that, she held a variety of finance roles in financial services and software companies, including HSBC and Eloqua. Lean holds an MBA specializing in finance from St. Mary's University. So here we go with Lean Lee, head of finance at Wealthsimple. So good morning, Lean. Uh, thanks so much for jumping on the show today, and uh, it's a real pleasure to have you on here. Uh, so let's get started. You know, prior to Wealthsimple, you were at uh, Influitive as their VP of Finance and Operations. Talk to me a little bit about uh, your journey to Wealthsimple and what you really enjoy about finance and operations at uh, early stage tech companies. Hi, good morning, Subham. Uh, pleasure to be on the show as well. Always interested to talk about startups and the finance operations within the startup community. So I started uh, with startup companies about 10 years ago. Uh, my first uh, startup experience with a local startup company called Eloqua. Right after I graduated from university, I joined Eloqua uh, in their finance accounting team as a uh, second accountant. After that, I was transitioned to a few uh, local financial services companies, uh, big or small. Then a few years ago, the uh, co-founder and CEO of Eloqua, Mark Organ, started his new venture in Toronto called Influitive. Uh, he was recruiting uh, people for his new venture and asked me to join the company. Uh, nice. I yes, I decided to join the company about five years ago, pre-seed uh, stage. Uh, I was mm -hmm. the very first 10 employees with the company. Oh, wow. uh, had a uh, lot of ups upside, ups and downs. Uh, it's a great ride for me. I was there for about four and a half years, really grow the business from zero revenue to about 10 million ARR. And mm -hmm. um, the team was growing from less than 10 people to about 150 people mm -hmm. uh, when I left uh, last September. So 
was interesting to think about my uh, career development. So I was kind of had a combination of a software and a financial services background. Right. Never thought about these two things will kind of collaborate together until I uh, heard about Wellsimple uh, about a year and a half ago. Uh, so when the company was officially launched, launched in Canada and start really promote the brand and services uh, mm. early, last early January. Um, that's how I heard of the company, always follow the company, love the product. Last summer, uh, I had the opportunity to connect with the CEO, Matt Cashin, and yeah. really start a conversation. Always have the passion about software, always have the passion about financial services, so I decided to join the company last September. Yeah, that's great. And so, you know, you've been around um, startups for a long time. You mentioned you uh, had your kind of first entry in it uh, some 10 years ago. And mm -hmm. so tell me a little bit about Wealthsimple particularly and unpacking a little bit more about, you know, your interest in, in technology and, and financial services and how Wealthsimple marries that together. Um, yeah. So t if you could tell me a little bit more about what Wealthsimple does and is. Okay, I'd love to. So, Wealthsimple is an online investment platform that offers a combination of uh, user-friendly software and also personalized financial advice uh, to make investing simple, affordable, and personalized, right? So, as a company, we believe everybody in Canada and North America ha should have access to affordable investment strategies, um, regardless how much money they have to invest to start. So, the company just launched in Canada a little bit over two years ago mm -hmm. uh, and we just had a very successful launch in the US last week um, as you can oh, see great. from the uh, news coverage <laughs> yes um, so as of today we have over uh, about over 20,000 clients and uh, over 750 million uh, Canadian dollars uh, asset under management oh that's awesome yeah so um, now talk about a little bit my passion about software uh, and financial services particularly what I really enjoy early stage software business, and that's why I joined Influitive at early stage, and that's why I joined Well Simple. Uh, last is really uh, want to be part of the uh, early team that shape um, the company, the product, uh, the go-to-market strategy, the culture, mm -hmm. uh, and even like the process that in place to help a, a business to, business to scale. Right. So if you kind of been talking to um, the people who work in the startup scene, you kind of know that. The very first 50 or 100 employees company, um, they are very heavily involved in multiple aspects of business. Just because yeah. you are a developer doesn't mean that you don't need to understand the market, the sales strategy, right? Just mm -hmm. because you're a finance person doesn't mean that you all you do is quantity numbers, report numbers. Uh, yeah. As early employees in the startup company, you have to learn uh, another aspect of the business in order to help you do your job. Right, um, so right. That's the one big part of uh, why I really er enjoyed early stage. Um, second piece is really more important to me is actually uh, I was able to have the opportunity to work with a group highly motivated, capable, and a very fun people, both inside and outside the business. Uh, for example, I met you, right? I would never have the <laughs> opportunity to meet you in the event if I wasn't part of the startup and software. That's um, true. Very true. Yeah. Yes. It's itself like meeting people, uh, learning from them and helping them grow. Uh, it's, it's a very rewarding process uh, for me. That's awesome. So I want to um, talk a bit more about uh, that, that multiple hats aspect. And so, you know, I've had uh, other guests here on the Backbone who have told me that, uh, who hold 
uh, kind of this finance and operations titles um, together. Like it's it's one thing. And so I, I know you ha- you have been around um, you know the startup scene in a while, and you've kind of had the, held those positions where the finance and operations go together. And so I've always wondered, you know, why why is it that finance and ops get lumped together and combined into one? Um, can you talk to me a little bit about why why you think that those two t- go together? Uh, sure. Uh- that, this question actually remind me of uh, a question that asked by my friend when I started uh, at Infotive as director of finance operations about five years ago. He was okay. like, tell me, I understand finance, what exactly operations do? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, let me find out, then I will tell you. <laughs> uh, I think right now, if you look at, in order to answer your question, you got to break the operations to what really operations about. Um, mm-hmm. So from my experience, right, people will have different opinion. I think sure. operations include like three uh, aspects of operations. The first one is really the people operations. Uh, the second piece is office operations. And the third piece is business operations, right? So people operations is include everything, including from recruiting, uh, employee motivation, payroll, mm-hmm. HR, traditional payroll HR side of it. Uh, office operations really talk about uh, office management, IT side of it, right? Um, mm-hmm. The business operations really how to coordinate uh, with coordinate different aspects of the business to making sure they uh, operate like a one machine, right? Right, right. Like all in all, the goal of managing operations really to uh, find out a way to generate a higher return for complex investment. That's like really Correct. what I believe in. Uh, mm-hmm. It's all about how to help people to be more productive uh, using different type of processes and technologies, Okay. And okay, you know what's interesting? I'm just like, I'm Googling right now the backbone. If you Google <laughs> what the definition of backbone, right? Right now, it's, there is a second definition is the chief support of a system or a organizations, right? So now mm-hmm. this kind of answer your question is like why finance operations all lumped together. It's because yeah. finance operations, they all the support of a system or organization, right? It's a supporting function to help other team to, to perform and to be more productive. So I think that's why it's like from the finance operations per- perspective, it's kind of goes hands by hands in hands. It's like one finance is making sure we understand the numbers and how mm-hmm. uh, business perform. And from operations perspective, actually to use that information to actually achieve that goals. And, and you know, in the, in the past, and maybe some people uh, still have this kind of misnomer or misconception today, you, you've mentioned that uh, finance execs are not just number crunchers today. Maybe help us understand that a bit more. Like, what do you mean by they're, they're not just uh, number crunchers? And, you know, they, they take on multiple roles and they're also part of operations. But what does that really mean when finance execs are not just number crunchers? So traditionally, a finance leader... Um, is considered as financial reporting experts, right? They okay. know the numbers, they understand how number works on a spreadsheet, and mm-hmm. on a monthly basis or quarterly basis, they provide reports to the rest, rest of the company and tell the company how business has operated and performed over the last period, right? Sure, And yeah. pretty much stop there. Um, that I call the accounting and the reporting uh, aspect of finance. Um, it's a very imp- important part of the business. Um, however, uh, if you look at the big difference between a CFO and a controller, right? Um, mm-hmm. Any the business, 
uh, you can see why I'm telling you that finance right now, finance leaders should not be just number crunchers. They should be get involved in different aspects of business um, for a few different reasons, right? Mm -hmm. First one is actually finance is the function that has the overview of the business, how business works together, what are the business results, why we achieve the target, why we're not. Uh, with that information, a finance leader and finance function is able to provide to the rest of the business um, that what else we can do differently to help us to achieve the goals mm -hmm. or to do better, right? Right, uh, right. There's no other function in the, in, the, in, in the business have that overview. Right now, with the changing environment, finance function is able to actually using the information we have and provide the business insight to other part of organizations to change the course of the business, right? Mm -hmm. For example, if you look at uh, how marketing and sales operates over the last quarter, right? Based mm -hmm. on the investment they make and based on the results they get, compared to the actual target uh, set out for the team, that a finance function should be able to identify the area to improve uh, right, in terms of right. either to change um, the way that they would do different marketing campaigns or figure out which marketing campaign generates the most number of leads and the results and ask the marketing team to actually invest double down on the particular marketing campaigns. Hmm. Um, so those kind of the examples in the software side of it, right? Yeah, um, yeah. And the second piece is really very important. I think um, anybody who's gone through the early stage, early stage startup understand that the cash perspective right? Mm -hmm. um, cash is king. Yes, cash is <laughs> in the business. And yeah. uh, as a finance team, the most important thing uh, they, can, they can provide to the business actually is the cash management. Being mm -hmm. able to forecast your cash flow on the weekly and the monthly basis for the next leader wall to let the company know that when we need cash in, how we can manage cash more efficiently. That's like one of the still one of the most important aspects of being a finance team. Right, right. And so um, you talk about managing cash within the company. Well, simple is uh, as a as a company itself is managing cash and other investments on behalf of individuals. And so Wealthsimple operates in a highly regulated uh, financial services industry, as you know. Mm -hmm. And so what are some of the unique challenges that, that you face from a reporting and compliance standpoint uh, in such a highly regulated industry that you wouldn't necessarily face uh, somewhere else? Glad that you asked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you have a lot to say about this. <laughs> so this is, remember, this is fairly new to me as well. So I joined mm. the company about September. Although I had a financial services um, background, the compliance actually is very different in different aspects of financial services uh, industry. Okay. Um, so that, rep that presents a, uh, a unique challenge for a, a finance leader that we need to have to report uh, and compliance with different regulatory bodies on a timely basis. Mm -hmm. um, so four months in a job, I think the biggest challenge actually to understand the compliance reporting requirement in each jurisdiction we operate. Okay? Got it, yeah. yeah. So, and and now, now you're also operating in the U.S., so... Yes, you got it. <laughs> just a whole new, uh, you know, set of regulations for you to grasp as well. Yeah, you got it, right? <laughs> um, so really, at the end of the day, is 
work with our chief compliance officer in each region and understand uh, what needs to be reported from the financial reporting perspective mm-hmm. and then get on top of it. One of the things we did uh, at well, Simple One started is really talk to our um, chief op- compliance officer, for, especially for Canada, uh, and really have uh, a list of reports that we need to file mm-hmm. in each uh, province. On the t- like with a timeline, right? So with Got that it. list, we kind of really understand what needs to be done from the financial reporting perspective in order to meet regulations uh, requirement. Um, so second part is really to actually keep on top of the new regulations mm-hmm. and new compliance requirement. So that really requires a lot of um, communications between finance team and our compliance team to making sure on uh, on the same page all the time. Got it. Got but, it. Yeah, it has been a really interesting um, challenge to me. <laughs> I bet. So I, I want to ask uh, one final question before we hop into a quick fire round. And so in your opinion, what is the importance of uh, the finance function at a early stage technology company? You know, you've been through a, a few. And, and so why do you think that the finance is important uh, at an early stage company? As I mentioned just now, really, the f- the most important function for finance at early stage, early stage startup is cash management, right? Yes. Um, yeah. There's no need to mention that anymore. Everybody really <laughs> understand that part of it. The second piece is really to be the sounding board to the CEO and other uh, business yes. functions in the in you know in the organization. As I mentioned, finance is the only team that actually has the overview of the entire business within the company. Uh, being able to use the data to interpret and then to inform the CEO and the other uh, business leaders with, so they can make informed decisions uh, is, is, one, is one important aspect of being in the finance um, mm-hmm. I think leader in the company. And also, really, based on my experience with a startup, I would like to see that finance leader being the trust advisor to the employees as well, not just to the executives. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, that's one of the reasons why I enjoy working at early stage company because I'm able to know everybody at a personal level uh, right. and be able to provide different aspects to their career development. Uh, sometimes, mm. you know, for example, a typical salesperson normally don't really think about how a deal will impact um, the company's performance uh, sure, with me yeah. giving a different perspective to see how to structure the deal, uh, how to do the pricing uniquely. Uh, a salesperson is able to say, okay, you know, from the deal perspective, I can either go A or B, but from the company's pr- perspective, option B will give a company a better return. Um, so I will go with the company sure. with the option of B, right? So that's I, f- I found is very unique. Uh, from my experience, and I really enjoy being uh, part of uh, a sales process in that particular example. That's great. That's awesome. So now we'll hop into a quick fire round. So the way this works is I'll ask you a quick uh, question and um, you'll have kind of 10 to 20 seconds to respond. How does that sound? Sounds great. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. So uh, number one, your go-to online resource for all things startup finance related. What do you go to? Uh Performative.com. So that's a finance. Yeah. Uh, Second will be startuplawyer.com. 
Okay, got it. So there's startupformative.com, which is, I guess, more for the startup and fi- startup finance related stuff, and then startup lawyer for the legal stuff. Yeah, so perform- uh, performative.com is really finance accounting related, and okay. startup lawyer is legal related. Yeah, you got it. Awesome. Okay, cool. And then, what's your favorite productivity hack? Uh, this is a very old fashioned. I use Canada <laughs> to manage my deadlines. <laughs> So okay. whenever I yeah, like whenever a, like I have a paper paper and pen calendar or no calendar with Google okay. Google Calendar okay okay, okay. yeah <laughs> um and so then you know as you're uh, organizing your day and and going about it are there anything uh, unique that you set apart in your calendar like are there different colors or or um, any anything unique that that's uh, part of this productivity hack. I label my calendar tasks with the different colors, um, so just for me mm-hmm. to easier to understand. That's the first thing. Second thing, and the most important thing is actually, I put every single uh, deliverable on my calendar. So when I receive huh. a task, uh, I look at that line and then estimate the time I need to complete the, the the task, and I put on my calendar. I block like two hours on my calendar completed. Uh, for a project takes a little bit longer time, I use a project management tool called Asana. Nice. Uh, just, yeah, just to lay out, well. yeah, just to lay out what needs to be done on each milestone, and I translate milestone back to my calendar. So if you look at my calendar, especially this week or the next week, it looks horrible. <laughs> I have lots of meetings, but actually that's just my part of my project management tool. Got uh, it, got it. And so, what's what's one thing that you don't leave the office before finishing? Check my calendar. <laughs> <laughs> it all comes back to the calendar. Yeah. So, in terms of check my calendar, really two things, right? First thing is look at today's calendar. Yeah. Um, all the to dos on my calendar have I completed all of them? The mm-hmm. reason why I put them on my today's calendar is because the deadline is either end of day today or end of day tomorrow. Okay. Hmm. So if I They're look at all up, the yeah. calendar appointment, I can do all of them, meaning that I'm ahead of my schedule. Right. Right. If right. not, then I will look at, okay, what do I need to do? So that's really the first thing. The second thing is really looking at the next day. Hmm. Right, to see like what's coming up next day. What are the things that I can do today in order to make sure that I can deliver on time the next day? Um, Got it. So, so that's really on a daily basis. I repopulate my calendar on a weekly basis. That's normally my to-do on Sunday. Okay, got it. <laughs> so it's uh, eat, sleep, and breathe calendar. <laughs> yes. And uh, it's uh, old-fashioned. A lot of people laughing at me, uh, but it works well. Especially, especially for uh, projects that only I, I am involved, another person involved. Mm-hmm. I know if you have a team, um, like cross-functional team projects, uh, here at Watson Play, we'll use Trello. And I found okay. it very uh, effective as well. Right, right. Well, I know you mentioned that you've got a busy week ahead, and uh, so I don't want to take up too much more of your time. Thanks so much again, Lean, uh, for hopping on the backbone and uh, chatting with us about Well Simple, Startup Finance, uh, Finance and Ops. And uh, yeah, it was really a, a pleasure having you on here. Yeah, Thanks. pleasure to be here. Thank you. Take care. <laughs>